Hello, welcome along to your favourite fact podcast. This is Baffled. My name's Dan. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, obviously. I've got three facts today. Uh, They're about random stone heads, about corroding mice, and something about the very origin of YouTube. It's not just me, we've got Mark here as well. Hello, hello. Well, in with the times, it is, of course, Super Bowl week, so I have a Super Bowl fact for you. One about snow, because I am sick of snow. And one about why you should always make sure you get your invention in first. Connor is here as well. Hello, Con, what have you got for us? Right, we've got something about names. We've also got something about restaurants. And we also have something about a very famous song, which I never, ever knew. I'm excited for that. Famous songs on a podcast. Stick around, it's a brand new episode of Baffled. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So, spoiler, um, well, a little daylight in behind the curtain for you. We're recording this, what, the Monday? So it, late going for us. Uh, late going. Day after Super Bowl day. Um, Mark is one of those English people who is obsessed with all things American. So has to love the Super Bowl. You know those people? Mark's one of them. So, yeah. I mean, Connor was up as well. Mark, uh, uh, how are you feeling? How exhausted are you? Uh, I woke up about an hour ago and then realised I had baffled and quickly had some breakfast and a shower and quickly made sure I had my facts. So you know what? Everything's a bit of a rush this morning, but otherwise, or this afternoon, whatever it is. But, you know, I'm here. And that's the important thing. I'm here. I have no idea what time it is. My head's still a bit tired, but we're good to go. Now, without wanting to alienate whole swathes of our listenership, because I know that many of you listen in America, thank you very much. Did you ever figure out why it takes them four hours to throw a ball 10 yards? Uh, advertising. They love an advert. Right, love okay. It. My, my favourite thing I've ever seen, went to watch the American football at Wembley Stadium. FedEx sponsored the delivery of the game ball. Literally, FedEx delivery guy turned up in a van, gave it to the referee. Biggest issue, never signed for it. How are they going to know that he got that safely? Yeah, so that so, so they will just sponsor anything and advertise anything, and that's why it's so slow. I knew Mark was going to be a little bit tired today, and I knew that his eyes were going to be a little bit puffy compared to usual when I saw pork ribs on his Instagram story at the ripe time of about 1am. At that point, it's kind of like, and then you're having something else at three in the morning. At that point, it's just like, just give it up. <laughs> yeah, you've no, done it. You've ribs, done your thing. Wings. You've done your thing. You've made your big deal. Oh. It's on the Instagram. Just give it a I sec. I was hungry. I was hungry. Um, there is no way. You, I wasn't there, but I can imagine you desperately squeezing them down, <laughs> taking little bites. I tell you what, we could use some of these 
uh, NFL advertising sellers on this old podcast. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I? I would. I would happily take a break between every fact uh, to give you the brand new deals from Verizon. I would love. Yeah, that. we can. We can happily um, drag out an episode of Baffled for five hours if it means that we all get a bit more dosh. I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that the listeners would love it. Yeah, well, strap yourselves in. Nine facts coming your way, courtesy of Timex. Uh, Connor, give us your first fact of the show. Straight in with a funny, strange, but kind of interesting fact. Will Smith's actual name is Willard. Not Willie. I'd always assumed William. Yeah, I always... Did you not know this? I always, Did you not know this? I didn't know this. No. I always assumed no, really? William. So this is why I thought it was a good fact, because I had absolutely no idea that it was Willard. I knew that one of you would know that it would think it was William when it's actually Willarden. I've never met a Willard, heard of a Willard, know a Willard. Do we know Willards? I don't know Willards. Uh, well, of course, there is famously Willard Smith. Um, but is he you know. is he like Willard Smith the third or something? Because I know it's quite common in Americans, especially someone named you know something so fancy yeah. as Willard Smith. That I imagine he's like Willard Smith the, the fourth or something. Well, I, I I don't know that, but it sounds like the sort of name that would be that, doesn't it? You know, like comes down from centuries, Willard the Great Willard. But it made me laugh. It was it was a fact as well that I, when I when I found it, this was like yeah, like last week. I instantly run downstairs and said, Mum. Do you have any idea what Will Smith's actual name is? She was like, yeah, William. I was like, no, no, no. Willard. Got you there. Got you there. The thing is, that's one that that's one of those facts that I I always think it's the it's the smart Alec fact, isn't it? Mm. Where you just hide it away, never tell anyone until Will Smith comes on screen and then you just go, Hey guys, but you don't know what Will Smith's short for. Willard. What I aspire to do in my great career and life, and Dan, I hope that maybe we get the opportunity one day to interview the fine Will Smith. If one of us does, we need to make a pact right now that we go, hello and welcome. We have Willard with us today. Straight out the door. He's going to love that. You're saying that if we ever get Will Smith on, the first thing you want to do is piss him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I don't know why I would piss him off. Maybe he's ashamed of the name. Maybe he isn't. I don't know why Willard... Because I always think, like, with actors, my friend's an actor, and they had to, they sometimes have to change their name. So, like, her name's actually Charlotte Hardy, but her stage name is Billy Hardy. So it's because there was other Charlottes or Charlotte Hardys that she that are also cast in. Surely it would make more sense to do Willard Smith. I mean, I, there is no other Willard Smith. But yeah, but Will skills. Smith was Will, Will Smith was an actor, was a rapper and musician before he was an actor. So. So that that's why, you, and you know, if you're, you know, if you're trying to get into the rap game, yeah, this, this was back D- in the day DJ before. Jazzy Jeff, short for Jazzard. One, two, three, and to the four. Willard is at the door. You, I mean, no. you look like like a terrible rapper, and you rap even worse than that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very. Very you, you, you have had prouder moments on this show. Yeah. That was not one yeah, of them. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know already that uh, young Molly that's listening to this, who's going to be editing it as well, is going to clip that, send it over to Mark, and it's going to end up somewhere. So there we go. Thank you very much for that. You know it. It's going to, it's going to be a sea shanty on TikTok by the end of the week. I was in on early with that, What, what by the way, wasn't I? I don't know if I was early. Just, I, I, I mentioned it to you like a couple of days after it happened, and you had no idea. No idea. We were well behind. And but then, I did then, it... then, of course, do as everyone should do create a meme out of it and put it on uh, or create our own version of it and put it on the Instagram at Baffled Pod, by the way, if you want to check it out. If you want Connor in finer moments uh, than that rapping, 
Uh, make sure you listen and subscribe to well, the podcast because on Fridays you get Connor Explains where we take one of these facts and Connor dives deep into it. Who knows? Maybe it could be Will Smith's names this week. No, I'm thinking that won't be more, a long episode. I'm thinking more if we dive into that, it's going to be the heritage and the history of the name Willard. Go on, strap yourself in for that, people. <laughs> Stick around. Uh, Mark, give us your, your first fact of the show. Okay. So Super Bowl is the second biggest eating day in the United States. Now, Super Bowl, as proved by my Instagram last night, is perfect for food. Have a guess how many chicken wings are eaten over the weekend, over Super Bowl weekend in America. So this is so this is from this will be from Friday to Sunday, yeah? Is that Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, well, well, let's say Saturday and Sunday. So the Super Bowl's on the Sunday. So Super Bowl weekend, that's Saturday and Sunday. Right, two days, America. I'm going to go for something ridiculous like 150 million. Not even close. 1.4 billion chicken wings. That, there, there, isn't poor chickens. there isn't even that amount oh my god and we also have a vegetarian on the on the podcast Those poor well. chickens god, this... just so you can ladle them down your face at three in the morning when you're clearly knackered and just want to go to bed and you're desperately trying to pretend that people still like you, you still like this um in, fame, wow. in fairness it's only 700 million chickens because they've both got two wings so we say poor you know, chickens it's, it's not it's not 1.4 billion chickens we say poor chickens but like they're chickens, isn't it? They taste great. Just eat them. Yeah, it makes the world go yeah. round, mate. A good point from Connor. <laughs> it's a on good the point. Podcast. I um that that's that's an incredible amount. Mark, what what chicken wings did you have? Buffalo? Did you go for the normal buffaloes, or did you just have plain wings? No, I I just, I just had some barbecue chicken wings. So were they were they a... pre frozen barbecue, or did you marinate? Cook? No, absolutely not. All from scratch. Okay, can you talk me even, through? Even even uh, so, I got an egg about seven years ago. Hatched it into a chicken. Uh, no. Went and bought some chicken wings. Got some marinade on it. Stuck it in the fridge for oh, about 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know. No, no, no. I mean... Yeah, cooking no, with Mark. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Did, did it, we, in did the fridge for about them? 10 hours. And then, no. Stuck them in the... Uh, just stuck them in the oven, oh, mate. Best way to have a wing. You see, Dan, this is what you're missing out on. But, but the issue is frying. Frying needs your attention. But I want to focus on the game. Yeah. So... Yeah, I agree. And then... And then <laughs> who knows? Maybe the ball's moved forward a yard in the last 30 minutes since the chicken wings have been in. And then... Uh, um, Sponsored by T-Mobile. And then was it was it, was it it pork ribs to follow the chicken wings? Were the chicken wings more of Let's not get into Mark's things. But yes, there was ribs. There was pulled pork. There was uh, wings. There was burgers. There was going to be nachos. But I'll be honest, it was a bit full. Didn't go for the nachos. Mm. Full spread. Absolute full spread. Now, yesterday, fans of the podcast who have been here for a while will note that Connor's favourite film is Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh, for the first time yesterday, I watched Cheaper by the Dozen. And, I, like, it insanely irritated me. <laughs> um, why, why is everyone so horrible in that film? Why is everyone so horrible? What do you mean? So Steve Martin is just trying to have a good time. It's just trying to, you know, coach the team that has been his dream and the kids can't just suck it up for a day, for a month or whatever it is. They, they, they can't just, like, take themselves out of this situation to think, that, oh, okay, my dad's, you know, wants this really badly. He's done a lot for me. I'm going to be a dickhead. Why is that the case? Well, well, we were watching the Super Bowl, a global cultural thing. You were sat there watching Cheaper by the Dozen. I would 
probably put it down, Dan. The answer to that is it's, it's a film. Yeah, but I'm, I'm at that point now. I've realised I'm at that point where the, these nice kind of cheerful, chaotic films, like part of them are really irritating me. That, that's, that's what. And then the wife, the wife goes off to do the book and then comes back and she's like, oh, why haven't you been looking forward after the kids were? Dan, I, I, <sighs> I, I mean, again, I'd probably look at it and go like, it, it's a film. It's, it's just, yeah, but there was. Uh, it's just the narrative. I'm, I'm hoping that. Well, listen, cheaper by the dozen two is going on tonight, uh, so I hope that I hope that's less annoying. Well, um, we all know cheaper by the dozen two is apparently better. Feel good, right? Feel good films. They're feel good films. That that cheaper by the dozen. Five percent of it was feel good. Oh, you are as, you as are I've, the as only. I've, as I've explained, you're the only. Ninety-five percent of it was insanely annoying. Sit sit sitting there. Can you imagine Dan like this? <sighs> cheaper by the dozen kids film like. Oh, she's come back from the book. This is a disgrace. Honestly, why can't they just accept it? It's like, it's cheap by a dozen, mate. It's literally a kid's film. It's literally a kid's film. And there's Dan. Two like- thumbs down from me. Oh. Two thumbs down. So chicken wings, 1.4 billion chicken wings. 1.4 billion chicken wings over Super Bowl weekend across America. What do you reckon the monetary value is behind that amount of wings? I mean, my word, that must be extortionate amounts of money spent on chicken wings oh yeah 100 percent. i mean there'll be some people who do it properly who go get the wings and go marinate it but there'll be a lot of people who just order it in from the local wing shop wing shops are in business right my first fact of the show um this is quite good you know i love a story fact don't i i mean this this can be summed up but it's really interesting so a guy you love a story fact a, a guy um was drinking a can of Mountain Dew. Uh, hey, America, Mountain Dew. Uh, he was drinking that and he got violently ill very, very quickly and uh, believed that there was a dead mouse inside his can of soda. So he took PepsiCo to court and they won uh, the trial because they proved that there is no way, uh, they proved that a mouse would corrode if it was left in Mountain Dew for anything more than like a day. That's what you're putting in. That's what we're putting inside our body with soda. Imagine winning that court case by going, look, I know you think our drink is bad because it had a mouse in it. But let me tell you, it's so bad you couldn't have a mouse in it. Let me do some science. Yeah, and you're just sitting it. there going, I feel more sick than I did at the time I thought a mouse was in it. What's the worst yeah. thing you've ever found in your food, Connor? Worst thing I've ever found in my food. Oh, uh, I'm not going to name any pizza brands, but I got a pizza takeaway once from... Not one of the big boys, and there was a staple in my pizza. No, you see, that's a weird one. It just one. fallen apart, and they went, "No one will notice. Let's just staple it together on the on the little flyer." No, I yeah, I think they've tried to staple the flyer to the box. But when I say it was in the pizza, it was under the cheese. It wasn't like you know just sitting on top of my pizza. It was in the pizza. That's what I'm always amazed by with these kind of things. It's it's. I, like I once found a th- thumbnail inside some orange squash. I, c- I could vaguely understand how that could get there, but you know when people are finding like pubes in McDonald's milkshakes and stuff, then you really have to wonder what's going on in in, in these establishments. I mean, the milkshake machine never works. I think now we might know why. I've got a mate who does the whole pube thing. It's all a load of nonsense. He pulls his own pube out to get the free cheeseburger afterwards. He's done it plenty of times and it works wonderfully every single time. The last little bit of your Big Mac, pull a pube out, bang it in there. Look, there's a pube in my Big Mac. Why are these managers not sitting there going, I know everyone that works here. 
it, any of them gonna stick a pee? What what's more likely? Everyone's shaven. There's no pubes in here. That well, there you go. I tell you what, that needs to be question one in the interview. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Uh, are, are you not? Are you nice and shaven down there? Yeah, I how just regularly think, do you trim your pubes? Just, I, ju- you know, just I just can't. I just can't fathom it. I ju- it just all, all of that always makes no sense. Um, Mark, what about you? What's the most disgusting or random thing you've ever found in your food? Uh, most disgusting thing I've ever found in my food probably tofu. <laughs> yes. Oh, brilliant. Oh yeah, I love that. Straight into a vegetarian as well. I have that. Yeah, I should have saw that coming. It was too much of an open goal for him, wasn't he? Can I, can I have a tofu ramen? Connor, what's your second fact of the show? Okay, second fact of the show has to be one of my favourite facts that I've ever found in this whole baffled time. Oh, bigging it up. Listen carefully to the song Hey Jude by the Beatles, okay? At 2 minutes 58 seconds, you can hear Paul McCartney go, f***ing hell, as he screws up on the piano. That's a very good fact if it's true, and I will listen. I don't know if we... I, I was going to play it for you guys, but I mean, it is like you really need to have the, the Spotify playing it or your Apple Music on your phone, and you can hear it. If you put it right to your ear, it's the remastered version, 2015. It still has the original cut of it, and you can hear him say it. Right, You, you hear more of the hell as opposed to the first bit, but you can kind of hear the end of it as well, and yeah, he swears in the recording. So... This fact has got worse and worse, however much you've explained it, because it's almost like you, you can't hear the F-bomb. You can only hear the hell. Um, it, 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 is it one of these things where, you know, is it one of these things where, you know, like the red and gold dress, you can kind of hear and see what you want to see and hear? No, 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 it isn't that situation. Just do, listen, I'll tell you what, before you, before you disregard it, before you put it down, give it a little listen, you, you can get back to me. All right, Connor, what, what is the time code for all the listeners again? Two minutes, 58 seconds. It okay, is just- there we go. It is a statistical certainty that somewhere in the world right now, whatever time you're listening, Paul McCartney is on his eighth chorus of Hey Jude, by the way. So just take a second because that is happening somewhere. He drags that out for a long time. I love the Beatles, but yeah, it, it's been, I've, I've heard it too many times. I could have I done the, the dad joke about how Jude should just answer on the first call. But it's just such an annoying song. It doesn't even deserve a dad joke. Like, well, dragging the just whole, come on, dragging the whole song out is pretty, you know, similar to Paul McCartney's career, isn't it? I mean, it hey, J- hey, Jude is the musical equivalent of an American football game. It could be done in thirty seconds, but instead, it lasts hours. Drag it out, you know. It's like Paul. He's, you know, he's just taking every last bit out do, of it. But do you yeah, know who that was written it, for? Do you know who that who, was written hey Jude? for? Yeah, no. It was um, so it was for Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son, after John Lennon and uh, his wife got divorced. Uh, Paul McCartney went to go and see Julian, the son, with the mum, and felt quite bad on the way back. So uh, had that little little ditty. It was going, "Hey Jules, don't make it bad," going around his head, and he realised, "Well, this is a bit too close to the bone." Jude sounds better. And also, I'm going to say fucking out. And also, I'm going to drag this on for eight years every time I sing it. R- Rumour has it that Paul McCartney still hasn't actually ever finished that song. Still is it going the biggest, on. biggest one, biggest tune of theirs, is it, maybe? <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the longest. It's definitely the longest. Let it go bigger. Let it go. Is frozen. it the biggest number? Is it Let it go is frozen, number? isn't it? So. Let it be, sorry, yeah. Is no, famously, the Beatles big... did it first. Is that their biggest number, isn't it? Is that the Beatles' biggest tune, is it? Is that the one they're most famous for? 
Maybe, maybe. But yeah, you can hear it. So go away. Two fifty-eight. Two minutes fifty-eight. Enjoy I tell you it. what, you, you you experience it. If you, I don't know, maybe we can put up some poll later on. Who knows? We've got this Instagram yeah. page now. Sure, it's at Baffled Pod. Maybe we will we, we, we will keep up. I tell, I tell you what, give it Friday on Friday. By the time the new Connor explains comes out, we will put up a poll to ask: Have you heard the effing hell? There you go. That's something to look forward to. It's at Baffle Pod on Instagram. Mark, what's your second fact of the show? Snow was almost illegal. So in the 1991-92 snow season in Syracuse, New York, more than 162 inches of snow fell on the city. That is 13 and a half foot's worth of snow. Quite a bit. So, in March, not all at once, Connor, I see your face there, not all at once, across the season, okay? So, in March of 1992, the Syracuse Common Council passed a decree that on behalf of its snow-weary citizens, it said that any more snow before Christmas Eve of that year was outlawed. They passed a law that made any more snow illegal. Obviously, you can't actually do that. Mother Nature didn't listen. Days later, it snowed again and left quite a lot of snow. And the following winter, 16 foot of snow fell, almost in protest. Who are these people? But they, Who are these people? Why are yeah, they doing just that? Obviously, obviously, just absolute <laughs> knobs. <laughs> well, also, because... So Seriously, what did they do? Like, so, so a, Call it a day. <laughs> so when they've, you know, said this is illegal and then it snows, then what do they do? Like... Oh, that was so, laugh, so, so apparently, apparently, the reason they passed this law was to try and keep the spirits up of the people in Syracuse because the snow had been so oh, okay, bad. I don't mind that. This will be a bit of fun. <clears throat> it will, you know, be a good feel-good story. So it will keep people's spirits up rather than genuinely thinking that if they passed a law, Mother Nature would go, well, I'm a mother. I can't go to jail and didn't drop any more snow, obviously. Nice, Mark. I like that. I, li- I like the mother... In you went, I like that. I just want to intervene Thanks. on this. Okay, okay. <laughs> what's what's the name of our podcast? Baffled. And what's the little tagline? Amazing facts that are complete nonsense. And that fact there is the biggest one that we have done that sums that up exactly. Great fact, Mark. Great fact. But what a load of complete and utter nonsense that is. Just another complete nonsense thing uh, in snow. So, I so I'm sat here at the minute in the kitchen and I can see out the window and it is tipping it down with snow it is snowing super heavy right now but still there is a guy on the driveway across clearing his clearing his drive of snow every like it's a long drive every time he clears one thing more snow just fills on top of it it is the most pointless job in the world i get the idea he's just bored in lockdown but he's just going along clearing snow as more snow comes hey guys you know youtube i've heard of youtube it's so here's my famous. here's my second fact of the show, all about the inspiration from where the idea from YouTube came from. It came from two absolutely world changing events uh, back in 2004. You might remember one of them, the uh, the tsunami uh, that happened out in Asia that tragically took some lives. Also, um, it came from people not being able to find videos of Janet Jackson's nipple flash at the Super Bowl. So the creators, Chad Hurley, Steve Chen... That's and human J- nature for you, isn't it? And Jawed Karim, uh, they were talking about the idea of a website they could make at a dinner party, and they realised, and they were annoyed at how hard it was to find videos 
of Janet Jackson's Nipplegate uh, at the Super Bowl. I think that was with Justin Timberlake, wasn't it? So they decided to remedy that themselves by making a uh, a website where anyone could share any video, even if it's Janet Jackson's left titty. And now look, we've got kids trying American candy and getting five million views per video. Yeah, saying chubby bunny a lot of times with marshmallows in their mouths. Isn't that hilarious? It's come a long way from a nip slip. Also, I think they made it in... Yeah, like they started workshopping the idea in 2004... And then barely a year after they had registered the domain name, YouTube was bought by Google for $1.65 billion. Wow. I can't remember a time without YouTube. That's, That's strange. Like, staggering. I can't remember a time without it. I remember being at school and my dad had just discovered a Google Video at the time. So Google Video was kind of making slight waves just before YouTube. And he was just like emailing to my school email address. Um, just videos of Christmas lights outside houses, <laughs> like fancy decorations, because it was such an innocent time on YouTube. That's what it was. It was literally cat fails and fancy Christmas decks. And he would just send those to me. And then Google Video kind of didn't make it off the ground. So I think instead Google just bought YouTube and said, hey, this is our thing now. I can't believe you've never had a... You can't remember a time without YouTube. can't remember a time without YouTube. I think it's because I've done YouTube for a good, like, four or five years as well and was kind of on that grind. I, I kind of become so immune to it that I can't remember my life without having that as a form of kind of content. What was the most views you ever got for one of the Connor videos? Uh, it, well, it was me and my friend that had a channel and the biggest, the biggest video was 1.7 million. What were you doing? It was, we had a, a session, a music session part of the channel where we used to film artists singing and we used to host it. And one of those artists went on to The Voice in the UK and then the video blew up and it got like 1.7 million. And one of those artists turns out to be Paul McCartney. Still yes. singing. Hey Jude. Uh, yeah, that, that's amazing. And look, look at you now, Connor, just on a regular... A regular podcast with us. Who'd, who'd have thunk it, eh? Who'd have thought it? How the mighty fall. Yeah, I know, I know. I reckon I spend 80% of my free time on YouTube. Yeah, I, I find YouTube, a it, it's dangerous. It's kind of the same process as TikTok, but better because you it's, it's the recommended, isn't it? Like you find yourself in such a hole and sometimes you sit there and you think, how have I ended up here? How am I here? Where did I start and how am I here? That's what I yeah. love about YouTube. You can just what just lose hours. You lose days, lose weeks. And recently what's shocking is I don't play a horrendous amount of video games myself because I tend to get quite I've got a short attention span, so I tend to get quite bored. But I found myself watching other people play loads of video games. Oh, it's great though. It, that, there's nothing wrong with that. That's brilliant. Like the guys that play like GTA and voice it and narrate it, it's hilarious. But, but it's, why don't I just play it myself? I don't understand because it. It's well, not- no, well, it's I mean, it, it, it fits in the same thing as like you could watch people play football, or you can go and play football. Yeah, it's the same thing, really, isn't it? But one like, takes a lot less effort. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Damn right. And one, you can eat chicken wings and do. Well, exactly. Got to get through those one point four billion I've ordered. Connor, if you ate one chicken wing every second. How many years would it take you to eat 1.4 billion chicken wings? Oh, mate, do you know what? I do not know, and I really don't care. About 45 years. Wow, incredible. You've <laughs> Honestly, I'm so happy I know that fact. Thank you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Right, remember, a few things just to clear through before the third fact of the show. Give us a follow on Instagram. We are at Baffled Pod in there. We're always sharing stories. We're kind of doing that more. Well, Mark's kind of doing that more now. Another thing Mark is doing more is um, manning the emails and sending out the badges. And in a nice blend of those two ideas, we've got people who are sharing pictures of their badges. Yeah. Uh, hello to Rebecca McCormack from Dublin. She's sent us a lovely picture of her badge, just with a cheeky caption of, is it 2022 already? Yeah, all right. They've gone out. Be happy. Uh, then also hello to Chris. He says, I may not be your most famous listener, but I'd say I'm your biggest fan. Love you guys. Keep cracking. Where's he from? Do we know? Uh, no, he hasn't put it on there, but he got in touch via the Instagram. Oh, Chrissy pod. boy, I want to know where people are. Connor, anything? Nothing at all. Just that lovely, lovely girl that shared the picture on her story of our badge. Amazing. Info at Baffled Pod is the email address. At Baffled Pod is the Instagram handle. Wouldn't you thunk it? Right, last fact of the show. Connor, take it away. Blow my mind. It would take 22.7 years to eat at every restaurant in New York City. That's a good 22.7 years, though, isn't it? How long am I spending in the restaurant? To eat, Dan. So, like, Seriously, one a night. One a night. Yeah. Do you one, know what I mean? Oh, one a night. Rather ra- 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 than, like, <laughs> one for breakfast, one for lunch, one for dinner. I'm he's always got, f- he's always got to find the loophole, and he's like, well, what am I eating with? What am I eating with? Eat I don't, I don't so think that was, I don't think that was uh, a completely ridiculous shout there. Because, you know, if you put a time frame on something, it depends how long I'm spending there. Am I an You're not going to go to more than one restaurant in a night. Yeah, yeah, seriously. It's one spot have a day, never, Dan, Hang right? on. Have you never done uh, mains and d- desserts? You never, Dan, you never spit seriously. Those? No, you never done do you know that, what? Though? I'm shutting you down right now, all right? You're going one a day. What is this kid going on about? He's going to be like, well, you know, if I'm eating sushi, then chopsticks are a harder thing to eat with. So everyone want to be there longer. So look at... Well, hang on, that, have you right? never, no, aside from that very quickly, have you never eaten a mains in one restaurant and gone for dessert somewhere else? No, because I'm not an imbecile. Oh, no, we, I tell you what, I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what, your 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 respective girlfriends will love it. It's a, it's a touch of fancy class. 
amongst them. Oh, um, it depends what you mean by dessert, Daniel. Are you trying to be a little bit, you know, like, you know, like, like mains. No, 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 no. No, I oh, mean, well, I have the mains, well, then I have the desserts, then I have the second dessert, which is, you know, in a toilet. But is it like, are you Soho. going to like a dessert place? Depends. Or it Dep- depends what I fancy. Like, like that, I, I can understand more if you're like, oh, there's a great like ice cream place or like waff- waff- waffle place. Like, I can understand that. But to go to an actual restaurant and go in, just want dessert. Nah, mate, get out. No, they're fine Do with it. One. They're fine with it because it's because it's, it, it, because it's their favourite. It's high table turnover. Anyway, yeah, sorry, right, Connor. Okay, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so one spot a day uh, is data that has been found from open table, legitimate source. And I worked it out to be 8,285.5 places to eat. Point five, God knows what that is. Maybe it's like a little, like little window somewhere that serves croissants. But yeah, that's that's the so, one place that you do go for dessert after dinner. Well, I was going to say, I'm not spending the whole night there, am I? Getting like one slice of pizza at Joe's. It's a lot of places, and it feeds in wonderfully with the first time I went to New York, and I remember. Oh, here we go, Connor and America story. Strap in, people. Yeah. I remember within the second day turning around to my mates that I was with and being like, can you believe how many places there are to actually eat? I mean, it's difficult. Come on, gents, you can vouch for that. It is so hard to pick. There are places everywhere. It is literally everywhere. I mean, it's, it's, the, same. it's the same in most cities. <laughs> no, but to be, fair, to, feed. to be fair, New York is a perfect city if you want to have one restaurant for your starter, another for your main, go somewhere else Get for your out. dessert. Get out. Dan, honestly, no, I, I'm not buying it. There's absolutely no way that you go to a restaurant, eat a main, and walk into Pizza Express and just order a brownie. It I have well, happen. look, I don't do it. I don't do it seven days a week. Although if I did, that would take me probably that would take me eight thousand nights. Um, I have done it. I have done it before. I don't. I don't. I don't think people look. This is not as strange as you think it is, and restaurant owners don't care as much as you think they do about this. No, I'll tell they you honestly what, I'm don't. Mark, if you go to a dessert restaurant like a um, a gelato place or a place that does milkshakes or like one of these American diner places. Place. No, no, no. Let's go back. Let's go back to this no, gelato. No, I've decided my, I've decided I roadblock, the, I've roadblocked the show in many ways. I roadblocked the show too much getting aggravated at pronunciations. So just crack on. So yeah, you, you're, you're talking absolute waffle. That's what you're doing. You have you ever had waffles? At, have you ever gone somewhere just for waffles, by the way? I have gone to a waffle place for waffles. Yeah, but I wouldn't walk into you know, TGI Fridays after my burger down the road and go, can I jump that <laughs> waffle, mate? No, so we're talking about New York here. We're not talking about the the, the, Brentford, there, there the Brentwood service Fridays yard. There's a TGI Fridays in New York. <laughs> we're not stopping at TGI's for a, a can of Budweiser before we're off down the Odeon to watch a film. Um, I enjoyed that. There's a lot of restaurants. How many years did you say it was? 20... Uh, 22.7 years that's that's a that's a lot of years uh, but i'm right what i'm saying i remember when i went and i was trying to find a pizza restaurant and it was honestly the most difficult thing there's just so many i mean i know london's got a lot but new york's like a different level did you you should have just gone to a pizza express you, you know what you oh, i just went to john's john's <laughs> pizzeria Times square it was beautiful mark what's your last fact the inventor of the microwave received $2 for his discovery. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Percy Spencer yeah, was, tragic. was working Lovely as a name, researcher. Yeah, Percy Spencer, great name. Uh, he was working as a researcher for the American Appliance Company. That's what they were known as in the day. Uh, they really thought outside the box with that one, didn't they? Uh, when he noticed a radar set using electromagnetic waves melted the candy bar in his pocket. 
He had the idea to make a metal box using these microwaves to heat food, but the company was the one who filed the patent. So therefore, he could claim no money from it, but they did generously give him a $2 bonus. Wow, that is absolutely... I mean, have you ever put a crisp packet in a microwave as well? No, it would blow up, surely. No, it shrinks down. Oh, yeah, shrinks sorry. Down, and then it goes all hard and you use it as a key ring. It's brilliant, do it. <laughs> do it. I, I don't condone it, but you can maybe try it. Oh, school I mean, holidays in Essex, pros- eh? Yeah, we'll weigh out the pros and cons. I mean, we don't want anyone burning their house did you used to? Did you used to do the thing in your school holidays, Connor, if you did that, where you um would make like a little treasure map using coffee and stuff? Did you ever do that? No. No, okay, no, there you I go. Just, Mark I did that. Played, played yeah. one well, out. We used to and... co- coffee stain the paper so it looked like it was proper old. Then you stick it in the oven to make it nice and crispy. There you go. Keep yourself busy with that. Keep yourself busy with that while you're stuck at home. Um, two pound, the bonus for that, yeah? Two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. What year? 1946, to be precise. Also, his name gets better. Dr. Percy LeBaron Spencer. I mean, to be fair, it's about £26, $26. In today's money, $26 at it. Not great. Wow. Not great for the invention of the like, microwave. You even buy a microwave for $26. No. One of the finest inventions as well, I'd have to say. I have to say that. <laughs> one of the finest inventions. Hey, listen. You come to Baffled for the facts. Stay a little while for the, the japes and the nonsense. You stay even longer... To get rankings on appliances as well. Right, third and final fact of the show. Uh, do you know the, the Easter Island heads? Mark, I reckon you probably know this. Connor, do you know the Easter Island heads? Oh, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Right, in Easter Island, which is an island in the, uh, in the southern hemisphere, there are these massive, massive stone heads, like almost a thousand of them, that are just, they are ginormous and they come out of the sand. Now, this fact now won't be that amazing because you don't know what they are, but they're not just heads. They're actually gigantic bodies that are buried. There are like a thousand of them that they made between 1250 and 1500, the Rapa Nui people. Uh, They are monumental sculptures and they've been shrouded in mystery for centuries. They are actually full-length figures. Like, Connor, you'll have the internet. Google Easter Island heads. What we're about to do is get a live reaction of Connor to the Easter Island heads. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There you go. That's what What? I was after. They are not just heads. They are full figures that have been buried. They actually... Oh, my God. They are. Look, there's a picture of the rest of the body that's under the grass. Yeah. How tall must they be? I mean, tall. Look, like that. Yeah, they are massive. That, that is abs- what, There's what, almost a thousand of them there. Why Why were they... Do we know why they were there? No, nah, like, just like TikTok, innit? Someone does submit, becomes the craze. It was like a meme back in the day. Where are they in the world? Like, how do I go to see them if I wanted to? Like, well, they're on that? Easter Island, which is um, in Ocean- in well, Australasia's Polynesian Triangle. So kind of dotted around Aus- Australia, Fiji, that kind of thing. But obviously, kind of make sure you only ever go between... F- february and april because that is the easter period otherwise it's, otherwise you just you're not allowed on island isn't shop. that is that, that that's one of the things that for me I, i'm not obviously the brightest of sparks when it comes to history and things like that but that sort of thing for me is what really really blows my mind when you see things like that and you think i wonder why or when or how and it's like there in the world people go and see it but we have absolutely no idea the sort of it's just phenomenal. It's incredible. That's that's a good fact, Dan. I really enjoyed that, actually, mate. 
that's what the podcast is about. Now, listen, one of those facts will be expanded on Friday in a brand new episode of Connor Explains. So make sure you subscribe so you don't have to lift a finger so it will automatically download for you. Um, And that is it for another week of Baffled. Uh, It's been a busy one. What have we learned this week? Well, YouTube was only made because the owners fancied a bit of boo. Um, A a shocking amount of chickens are eaten each Super Bowl day. Uh, And also, you've got a job, you've got a mission. Uh, Listen to 2 minutes 58 in Hey Jude and we can see if it's really true. Or, as this podcast promises, if the facts are really nonsense after all. Uh, And we will see you Friday for a brand new episode of Connor Explains. Get in touch, follow us on Instagram at BaffledPod. We are info at BaffledPod on the emails and we will see you soon. Say goodbye, Mark. See you later. Say goodbye, Connor. Adios. I'm going to go and start singing Hey Jude. I will still be singing it when we meet again Friday for a brand new episode of Connor Explains on Baffled. See you then. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.